This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel so if it. you're an artist, I mean, this conversation is definitely for you. We know that artists stage a sit-in this week at the NAC's offices in Newtown demanding answers about the funds. This has been after weeks, actually, of protests from artists regarding the mismanagement of the 300 million rand COVID-19 relief funds. So to further discuss the matter at hand, we are joined by National Arts Council spokesperson Tepo Mashiani. Good morning, Tepo Mashiani. Welcome to the main switch. Uh, good morning and good morning to the listeners of our So just to clarify a couple of things, Tepo, Minister Natim Teto announced that as of the 12th of April, all remaining beneficiaries will receive their funds. How true is this? Well, thank you very much and uh, thanks again to the listeners of our well, well, let me say that, you know, as the council, and I think in our attempt to ensure that the uh, PSP fund is allocated, you would know that we had initially had planned to have the money distributed by the 31st of March. And now the pronouncement of the minister is also a deadline that we have allocated ourselves to ensure that we've distributed the money. However, we must indicate that the only time we're able to distribute this money is when the applicants have returned their contracts, okay? But we do so to put these targets so that we ensure that people are able to submit their contracts as soon as possible and we are able to pay. However, if this does not happen, indeed, it will go beyond the, the timelines that we have set for ourselves. So what caused this gap between um, artists and, and the ANC? Like, how were companies without any media experience or within the arts actually benefiting from the fund? And what is ANC doing to hold those actually accountable? Well, I think there has been, you know, some discontent, I think, from some of the applicants of the PSP. And they went out really to encourage applicants not to submit contracts. And uh, we believe that this is an unfortunate, you know, uh, consequence of why we are unable to distribute the monies as it were. Because remember, these are public funds and we need to account for them. And the only time we can do so is when we have got contracts submitted and returned and we are able to then pay. Well, on, on the issues that are related to uh, the, the, the payments in, in totality and the issue of the PSP, we must indicate that, you know, from the beginning there were issues that were related to the management or mismanagement of this particular process. And as a result, we have tried to ensure that from time to time we go back to the industry and indicate some of the interventions that we are making to make sure that this fund is indeed, you know, distributed fully to all those deserving applicants. And speaking about distributing, how much... Um how much did the government assist with and how many people will this be helping out? Okay, so uh, the presidency, you know, through the uh, Presidential Employment Stimulus Program, which is exactly the fund that was allocated to the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture, which then solicited the services of the National Arts Council as one of its agencies. The president had allocated uh, uh, $660 million, but to to, to, to the NAC, uh, an allocation of 300 million uh, was made. 
And to date, we can confirm that we have over 1,050 applicants that have been paid out of a total of 1,374. And we keep on encouraging applicants that have not submitted contracts to do so, so that we can meet our, our again, our target of, of, of April, you know. And the tune of the amount that has been paid to date is way over uh, 160 million. And I must make it clear that this 160 million is only 70%, meaning the first tranche of the total amount that must be allocated to the uh, applicants. And how- uh, at the time at which they are able to report on this, how they use the 70%, they are then paid the 30% uh, second tranche. Do you think that the labor laws within the arts and culture have contributed to the situation we are in as there are no benefits for contract workers within the industry? You know, the issue of uh, the industry being considered by the Labor Relations Act, you know, uh, you know, practitioners being laborers, is a, is a long-standing matter. And I think it's a matter that needs to be, to be engaged and closed. Because indeed, you know, the creative industry in itself is a huge industry. I mean, the creative industry contributes to this economy way beyond, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, other industries that we have in this country. But, you know, the extent to which the labor relations uh, act recognizes the the practitioners has always been a thorny issue and i think uh, to a large extent we do we can say that there are elements that would have led to the unavailability or lack of recognition of the industry practitioners uh, you know uh, to uh, as 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 in fact contributors to the economy you know we can indeed say that to an extent you could be right that the lack of these policies and laws uh, recognizing the industry as, as as part of the labor force of this country could have contributed to this. But I think it's a study that still needs to be you know, done. A, a deep stick should, should be done to also find facts around these matters. But it could be. Yeah, yeah. So just before we let you go, Tepo, we want to know, are there consequences um, for the misuse of funds or lying on what you actually use them on? Lying? Yes. Who, who has been lying? So I'm saying, are there consequences for the misuse of the funds? So if you oh, say, you, yeah, as an artist, if you come and you say you need these funds for ABCD, but in actual fact you use them for something outside of the arts, are there consequences for the misuse of those funds or lying, actually, on okay. what you use them on? Yes. Okay, I hear you. And I'm going to respond to your question in two ways. Okay. So there, there, there is a process of consequence management at the level of how the process itself was managed or mismanaged as it were, because you would know that the NAC has instituted a process of investigating the TST funding and how it was managed. And you would, uh, you know, listeners of WOW should also know that uh, the minister himself has instituted a forensic investigation on the role of the, um, you know, the council that oversaw this process uh, and its, you know, management and or mismanagement. So at the level of governance, yes, there are going to be consequences because the investigations will then tell us who may have done wrong in the process. When it comes to applicants themselves, indeed, when, we, when the applicants sign the contract, there are, there are clauses within the contract that commit them 
to use the funds in a manner that they are contracted for, which means that uh, until an applicant is able to report back to us, we won't be able to know at a given point whether they are using the uh, amount correctly or not. But from their reports and uh, from us having to receive some of the information that is required for reporting, for an example, uh, confirmation that the, 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 uh, you know, the people that they have uh, brought into to benefit out of this have been paid, we are able to then conclude based on their reports whether they've used the, the money correctly or, or not. And this is the reason why we give applicants 70% as a first tranche and 30% as a second tranche to finish their, pro- their, their project. So there is, there is really consequence management and it is contracted for, for all the contracts that the applicants have signed with the NEC. All right. Tepo, thank you so much for having this conversation with us this morning. It's always a pleasure. And we would like to uh, encourage, you know, if there are uh, listeners of VAW out there who have uh, applied for the PSP and are seeking with their contract, we wish that they can return them so that they can be paid and they can start doing work as it Thank you very much. Thank you, Tepo. That is NAC spokesperson Tepo Mashiani talking to us about the updates of the COVID relief fund this for artists. was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1. 88.1. Or streams by www.valfm.co.za.